Right, where do you want me? I'll take a seat over in the corner. Oh, right. tea, tea's ready. Just... Oh, cool. What, so, nice break? What have you, you been up to? You look different. Yeah, been away, come back. Girl now. What do you mean you're a girl now? Well, How can you... time for a change. No, 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 you can't change into a girl. You can't just randomly... Look, you've been a, you've been a boy for ages. This is, this is really freaking me. You can't just be a girl. Yeah, it's, it's been a long enough. Boys have been in charge. Girls are taking over. Okay, I'm not entirely sure our listeners are going to react very well to you suddenly turning into a girl. I don't honestly think that people who like this, this show are going to stop watching just because there's a girl in it. You don't think they're going to find it a bit unrealistic? No. This is 20th century. 21st century. I stand corrected. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm not entirely sure this is... Okay, it's a bit weird, but... All right, let's just see how let's see how it goes. So, uh, should we... Should we, should we st- uh, dude. What? Eyes are up here. Oh, uh, sorry. Welcome to the September podcast. Yes, a new season. We're back from our Holly 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 Bobs. Holly Bobs. <laughs> Sorry, there's a special... How, no, how to crash the, the podcast special, in five a seconds. A special place in hell is reserved for people who <laughs> use the word, who use the word, I sleeps never, until I never, and Holly Bobs. I never say that. Right. What, this what is a bit of a me? different podcast. Feels strange. Yeah. Something odd. You, anyway. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. We'll move yeah. on. We'll move on. Um, so, a bit of a different podcast this month. This is kind of... Um, we've reached... Like the new season, it's three months now until the end of the year. Yeah. Um, we've got, we've had a lot of big films come out. Yeah, and we've Home had straight a, on the year, really, isn't it? Yeah, so we've got a few more now. Obviously, as we're now in 2017, there are a lot. Uh, there's kind of two or even three blockbuster phases. There's mm. like May, then there's July, and now there is November, December, mm. where you see your... The holiday season, You know, you've say, got yes. your Star Wars films, you've got your Bond films, if they're Something if they're from out, Marvel or DC. Something from Marvel. So, yeah. So, uh, we thought we'd take this episode to really look at the figures. So, this episode's going to be very stat-heavy. Um, I do need to do a Bond update, which I will do in a few minutes. Good. But besides that, we're going to be looking at the sums and looking at how much people have made and where you should have gone. This is kind of more of an investment... Q one and two financial review. I can't episode. believe our podcast has the words Q one and Q two in. Moving, <laughs> moving, moving forward, what funny. I'm probably going to do is I'm going to do a condensed version of this, probably um, maybe once or twice a month, as a separate podcast to really get into the stats because there are some people who will be very interested in this data, and there's some people who just want to go. Can you just do more elaborate? Jokes, jokes about stuff so we like doing the elaborate stupid stuff because it's funny so the podcast the main podcast will be a bit more of that and there'll be a regular stats podcast to look at where you should have been but so i imagine that will probably be quite short by comparison. it will it'll it be will be we're talking a few minutes data. and it'll, it'll be me in a in the small recording pod just doing that on my own with a bit of data small so we pod, thought big data it, well exactly and what would also do is if this is proving to be something that people want to do then i can share this data out and people can see but it's really for people who are looking at i bought vin diesel vin diesel this year 
was that a good investment? Now, before we actually looked at the numbers, the answer we, is yes. We were putting two thumbs way up and going, Vin Diesel, he's the kind of guy, and Kurt Russell, right? We, These are the guys you should be. We've been saying, getting. if you listen to the podcast trailer, we will say things like, I'd have a go, I have a cheeky bet on him, or I'd maybe look at doing this guy. This is where we look back and say, right, we, we told you. <laughs> how, how accurate were we? We told you that Zoolander <laughs> 2 was going to be huge. It wasn't. Uh, we didn't say that. We said it was going to yeah, be a bit Because we are infallible. We're infallible, which is the nearest thing you can get to infallible. But um, but yeah, so it, it's really just having a look at that. So it's all going to be a bit stat heavy. So a little bit different podcast this this month. Um, we will try and keep it interesting. I um, We do have a few things to cover. Besides that, m- most importantly is Bond Watch. Because it's the budget bond theme. It's the budget bond theme. It's the budget bond theme. When you can't afford the real thing, it's the budget bond theme. It's the budget bond theme. Get a sucker to do it for you for free. Right, are we going to get our curry? Because I am <laughs> quite hungry. Yeah, this is looking... Right, so a lot's happened. Um, we didn't do a Bond watch last time because it was maybe, all bit maybe, in flux. New season. We probably need to do previously on Bond watch. Previously on Bond watch. You do it a lot better than I do. Yeah, it's because I got the voice for it. You mm. see. So uh, this is becoming a a really big trending topic in my actual personal <laughs> life because every time trending for birds, it's trending for me. Every time someone there's a, a thing about bond on the news i get an email from people i work with people i used to work with my dad and i get a phone call from mrs b to ask me what more i feel like i'm gonna get a, be asked for a comment by cnn and cnn now goes to our senior bond correspondent mr birch well that's shocking news here jane um yeah it's been a bit weird so and to, well to the extent that when i just offhandedly go is it time for a curry your reaction was, "What's happened to Bond?" Yeah, no, you sent me a text. I was walking through. <laughs> I, yeah, I was walking through London the other week, and because Smith and I went out for a pint um, a few weeks back with some old friends, and I mentioned on the way at the door, I said we should go out for, uh, we should catch up for a meal, non FFL. You, yeah, me, not waiting the, for Bond. You, me, the wives, etc., etc. Yeah. And I'm walking through London, and I'm a bit distracted, and my phone goes bang, and it's Smith, and he goes. When are we going to schedule that curry? And I suddenly went, has the money come in? Has it happened? Yes! And I went, I went, why? What's wrong? And then you went, no, because when we had we're going to have a curry. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, dude. Anyway, so I, oh, about a year ago now, I, I postulated that I had a very good oh, hunch. that long? who the next Bond would be. And I said, I felt it would be Henry Cavill. And what we'll have to do is we're going to have to grab that whole section and just have it recorded <laughs> and put it somewhere so right, we can yeah, refer yeah, to it now yeah, because yeah. we talked about so much. But essentially, I, the beginning. I, I put forward my case of why I think it will be Henry Cavill and it wasn't based on my opinion of him as an actor. It was based on a couple of prevalent things that have happened that seem to be happening, seem to have happened to previous Bond actors. Anyway, so I went off and I, I don't gamble, but I, I put a £10, which is about, what, $15 mm-hmm. down. Well, I don't know. Was well, this pre- be, oh, I, uh, I, Goodness, this you is, did this before Brexit. I did this before Brexit, so. yeah. Okay, anyway. I, I, put, I put about ten, I put yep. ten, £10 down on, on um, Henry Cavill, and he's at 33 to 1. So if it comes in, I'll make £330, and I've said to the boys that we will do a beer, uh, or, or not beer, because drinking's not clever or cool, but we can do curry night out, and I'll pick up the bill so there's been a huge amount of investment into whether it's going to be emotional because everyone just wants curry um but i've mentioned this to a few people that i work with and obviously friends or family and um when i've mentioned my reasoning a lot of people gone 
Mm. I should put a cheeky. To the point where Mrs. B is it's now convincing, thinking. Uh, it's a convincing argument. It's a convincing argument. And, and again, that's all it is. It's just a theory. But Mrs. B is quite convinced now by my argument. And she was disappointed. She was impressed to learn that I put a tenor down and then disappointed to learn that I'm spending the money on you idiots and not her. <laughs> so I think she's thinking about putting in a cheeky bet herself. And then Wilson... A cat, like a, well, he put a counter bet in her. He put a five pounds down on... Some other guy I've never heard of. The guy who's in that new Flatliners film. I've forgotten his name. Oh, James we'll Norton. To, can we do that? We'll do that. We'll do that in Trailers. Okay. Yeah, but I think he's in flat. He's in the desert. They're remake or they're remaking or they're doing a sequel for Flatliners. Flatliners, and I think it's James Norton. Anyway, he's put a five down him. Apparently, it's he's only on a, the telly. But it's only on three to one. So if Wilson wins, great getting, fair play, well done. But he only gets fifteen quid back, which isn't going to cover a curry. It's going to cover maybe one takeaway pizza. Anyway, so we did so much work on this that DS Squid. Uh, who is a, a listener and has also the fine purveyor of other music, the titles of which I can't even mention because we can't use bad <laughs> language. But if you are over an age... Our bad language filter would melt down. It would, but he's got some great tracks. He's on Bandcamp, um, so we'll put a link in the notes. If you are, it's not safe for work, but have a listen. Very, very good songs. He very kindly put together our frankly awesome budget bond theme which i find myself singing I every find, now and again I find, I, i'm the only thing is i haven't got it as a ringtone i'm gonna have to get it as a ringtone <laughs> and put it in for when you phone me <laughs> um so that has to be done it's, and, the budget bond bond theme. Theme. it's brilliant it's, it's just yeah. brilliant yeah. Anyway, anyway so um so that's ds squid so yeah he he was very kind so it's all kind of snowballed to the point where that now they've announced sorry this is a very long segment now but we have to give you a whole catch-up They've now announced that the new, the next Bond film will be coming out in October of 2018. So it will be Which out- is later than you thought. You thought it was going to be this year, right? When we last I thought, thought I thought, thought that they had chances to do it this year, but, but it's all started. That. So now they've announced the film, but they haven't announced who will be playing ah. Bond. And the smart money is it's going to be Daniel Craig for one more round. Right. That they've put enough zeros. They've put, well, they did offer him. 98 million pounds to do two more now 98 million pounds is a redonkulous amount of money and i don't use the word redonkulous for two two films and i think he said no 98 yeah why don't you just go for the round yeah no i know i know i would have gone 100 million so then you can do that a little finger but anyway but i think he said no to that so i think (laughs) i think that they have persuaded him to do one more now um, there's lots spinning around about this. It's a huge thing, but they've basically put the marker down and said it'll be out in October 2018. Right. So the clock so is ticking. So they have to do it. And apparently they've already, they want Adele to do the song again. And basically, I think they went, we really, really, really like Skyfall because it made an enormous amount of money. Can we just make Skyfall when again, When I think please? of that song, the, the Adele song, all I think of is something, something, Skyfall, something, something, Trifle. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that goes around in my head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Weird Al Yankovic is now writing <laughs> yeah. that stuff down and doing it. Anyway, so it's all kind of kicked off. So at the moment, we don't know who who the next who will play Bond in the next film. It's probably going to be Daniel Craig. At so, which point, so there is an end. There is an end in sight. There's to not Bond watch. because no? everyone's gone. Oh, it's going to be Daniel Craig. You're going to lose your ten pound, Mister Birch. And I go no because my bet was who's going to be cast as Bond after daniel ah. craig my bet wasn't going wasn't who's going to be at starring as james in bond film. in the next bond film okay because i checked the best so, so then there's a possible end 
come November, October yeah. 18th. We are, yeah, well, until they announce it, basically. Right, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. they announce it's going to be Daniel Craig, we can just retire the budget bond theme for a while. Or there's three or more years, probably. Or of... we've got the good three years out of this, yeah. But wow. point being is, it sticks. So um, we've I've checked the... I've checked the odds. So it started at 33 to 1. It went down to 20 to 1. Mm-hmm. Then on Christmas Eve, it went down to 9 to 4. And we had a bit of a, Whoa. oh, here we go, here we go. Then it went back up to 33. And now it's back at 20. Okay. But everyone above him, there's, there's a few people yeah, above yeah, him. And you yeah. can look up the odds. They'll be available on pretty much every betting site. Um, we've discounted a few of them. And some of the names who are of higher odds, like Idris Elba, mm-hmm. um, Michael Fassenbender, yeah. they've already, un- and Adrian, Aiden who, who Turner. you have ruled out through your... No, they, they've publicly said, I don't want yeah. to do it. And so therefore you so, use that to yeah, rule them out. to rule them out. And there's a few more, and, and Tom Hiddleston's still in there as quite a strong contender, and it could well be him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, my, my money's on Cavill. That's the way it's going to go. Every time there's a, a there's a blip in this, I want you people to know that every time that there is a an announcement about anything to do with Bond, my phone goes you crazy. You feel a great disturbance in the force. It's not even my fantasy <laughs> film league life. It's people who know in what my life. first name is, right? It's people who know small who know who I am. <laughs> Those people will go. Uh, so you've done the so yeah. It's it's okay. all gone a bit mad, but we will continue to we will continue to monitor this story as it develops. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy and it's funny. And, um, yeah, I, again, I don't normally gamble. I'm not a big gambling thing, but we have to admit that this whole bond thing is far more interesting. The fact that we have oh, got curry on it. It's made and it also, very interesting. I think that if we fail and Cavill doesn't come in for oh, us, I think, I think, I think we should crowdfund a curry, a curry night. <laughs> Because I, I think everyone's getting, hopefully we everyone's getting cemented. I think we, I think everyone, I think at that point we should crowdfund a curry and anyone who can get to here should come and join us for an no, FFL no, no. curry. That's one of the reward levels, right? <gasps> love it. Yeah, if you donate enough money, you can just come and have a curry with us. Come and, yeah. I love it. I almost want this to go wrong, to go right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right let's stop right we're well, gonna keep an eye on it but there we go there is yes. your full-on bond update and because we're finishing now we get to play that glorious theme tune one more time because it's the budget bond theme it's the budget bond theme it's the budget bond theme when you can't afford the real thing it's the budget bond theme it's the budget bond theme get a sucker to do it for you for free it's stats time now this is the thing that like I get excited about. This is me, a, uh, Mitch, and maybe one other Thorn, guy. Yeah, Thorn's and all some about other this. Guy. So this we, is for us. So I thought what we'd have to do. Sorry, I need to open a window here. It's getting very warm. Um, so first of all, I've got my Jim Cramer bell. Ah, oh, nice. So we can talk about it. And it's really just a chance for people to have a look. So, yes, you can change your cast whenever you like on the Fantasy Film League. Yeah, you can sack it all in and say, yeah, push the Schumacher button. I'm, I've screwed up. I shouldn't have, <laughs> I shouldn't have invested heavily in Adam Sandler movies. Um, <laughs> but you can obviously change your mind. But we thought we'd go through and look at some of the big what should you films. Have done? What should you have done? What maybe, what lessons can be learned from 2017 first, that you can. The sort of first half of the year. 
Yeah, so the first half of the year, so the first, obviously the first six months, and you can kind of have a look at it. And then moving forward, what I'll try and do is, uh, on a regular basis, try and just give you mini versions of what we're going to do. Little Talk short about, Yeah, little blasts. shorter ones, and we'll try and do. But um, yeah, so we're all set. So do you want to guess? Now, this isn't necessarily the top grossing film. So, so just to separate reality from fantasy film world these these are the fantasy film films that have anyway, so yeah i know this should be fine so these are the fantasy film this is what you films could have earned. that have generated the most revenue now because so had you had a top billing person for the entire time that film was out this is what you'd have earned this is what the cast of the film have generated no this is what if you'd had one person Top billing. This is what you developed. Right. Sorry. Okay. Because right, yeah. you you generated these figures yeah, from Whopper, yeah, yeah. so I've only just yeah. been giving it. So this is. So if you had someone who was a top billing member of this thing, you would have done. Okay. This is what you'd made. Yeah. Right. Okay. Top film. <sighs> right. Okay. So, so this is up to June. So we haven't. So we've had that. We, we haven't have... fully. We haven't fully mined um, Guardians of the Galaxy. We oh really? We haven't fully. Probably uh, haven't fully right. mined Wonder Woman. But. but... Uh, thinking back, Fast and Furious, because that did phenomenally well the previous one. So that's out this year. Yep. Uh, we haven't had Wonder Woman. Uh, so nothing DC. Is it? Was there anything out from Marvel prior? Uh, John, John Clint. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a tale as old as time. Ooh. Oh. Beauty and the Beast. Is it Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is the biggest earner. It would have earned you just over forty-two million with for one box. person. Wow. So that was a huge. So film. even the most expensive people, we've got like sixteen. So you'd have trebled. You would have trebled. You would have, yeah. Even if, you would have made a very. So I mean, so who? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Right. Emma Watson was top billing in that, and Emma Watson would have got you. Uh, would have generated generated for you. So that is the big one. Now, obviously, had you peppered your entire fantasy film league cast with, with just Beauty and the Beast that, you, would be you would have been quids in so you could millions. have had uh, cameos for Ewan McGregor and Ian McKellen you could have had Dan Stevens who obviously was kind of supporting cast who was yeah. the Beast who's turned up in a few other He's things Downton Abbey, Downton Abbey dude um, Luke Evans who I think is brilliant and also turned up so in a lot of cast that you get a bit from yeah it. there's a lot of people so that was a and that spent a total of 10 weeks in the charts, so that's ten weeks in both UK and US charts. So it's it, and I think we, we mentioned it. So it came out in what February, and mm. I think it pretty much ran through till yeah. yeah till how many weeks would it have been? Ten. Ten weeks. That's yeah. Two and a half months. Yeah. So that really hung on. So wow. that did hugely well. Second in the list is disappointingly is the Boss Baby. Really? Now we didn't like this film. We didn't think it was and good. Now, it didn't get this, good reviews. This is why we're going to change in 2018 the rules around scoring for animation. Yes. Because so this, we used to call this the How to Train Your Dragon. Exactly. Well, that that's when we stopped allowing you to have top billing people in animation. So is it now? Now we're going to go through the Boss Baby change. The Boss, the boss Baby addendum. Addendum, which um, says that you won't even be able to get. It'll effectively be just cameo. It'll be hey, isn't that? Hey, isn't that? Yeah, it'll yeah. be hey, isn't so that? Not for even the whole cast. cast, right? So, Boss Baby would have generated you thirty-seven million and by, bucks. By changing and by that, nobbling that this, it, it would have gone down to about eighteen. Which so, I think is exactly where. It, which the kind of so place rather it was. from being the second highest film, it would have gone down to the fourteenth highest right. film, which okay. I think is fair, fair, and I think yeah. that it's a good way of doing it. And because that's a nominal anomalous yeah it is and and the thing was it didn't get good reviews nope 
it hasn't generated a huge amount of money, but it did have a fair. It, just, it's nine it, and a half, it was nine and a half weeks in the cinema. Nine and, in, and a half weeks. Yeah, and what I think is, it's what? because it must have dropped out of the US and then then stayed in the UK. Oh, so it's like nine so, in so one and ten. Nine in one in and ten in the other. other. Right. So, okay. yeah, so that's kind of nine. So on average, it stayed nine and a half weeks in, in both box offices. But yeah, that's good. Now, number three was Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Uh, All right, which is which is sorry, what that volume have, two. Yeah, what would that have netted me if I'd have had a that top would have, billing? That would have netted you with thirty-two million. So, so a Chris, Chris Pat, a Chris Pat, Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt costs about sixteen. Yeah, so that's nets thirty. Still, that's a it's a hundred percent return on your investment. There, that's a good mark. Um, that's a good markup. But we're investing. We're suggesting everyone invest heavily in Chris's. Uh, no, well, we've all we've, we've we've called them the expensive Chris's, the the Evans, the Hemsworth, and expensive. the Pratts, yeah. because you know obviously Chris Hemsworth is in Thor, is in the Thor Ragnarok, and all the Avengers. I need movies. to watch the trailer of that. You that do sounds like it's going to be good. Chris Evans is obviously in the in the movies, and then Chris Pratt is not only is doing lots of Marvel films, he's also turning up in like that. He's going to do the Jurassic um, ah, World, World sequel. And he's just Jurassic he's, World Two, and he was in Passengers the tail end of last year, which yep. which he's, he's busy. He, he is, is making he is, the most. He is so hot right now. I mean, uh, yeah. If I if it was me, I would I of all the Chris's, I think Pratt's definitely the one of, to of all invest. the multitudinous Chris's of he, all the Chris's in the world. The Pratt is definitely the one I'd go for. I the think these are yeah. It's it's a stock code of PRA. Um, heavily invested in that. I, I think you can't really go wrong. Now, go short. Go short. Go no. short. Go short. No, go I don't know what that go means. Um, but yeah, so that's that's quite good. And then uh, rounding out the top ten, we have the Lego Batman movie. Oh, which that doesn't now that she that why is that not ahead of the boss, baby? I totally agree. And that, but it's it's is that, it because it it everyone went to see it in a couple of weeks, and it, because this is this is something that actually the FFL skews a little bit. It's not box office takings it's box it's, of position it's, yeah it's duration that it stays so it didn't have the legs so it's... Boss Baby had nine and a half weeks in the charts and okay. Lego Batman movie had seven ah, so Boss maybe Baby still, made... would it still be going into July I or think it... it's probably yeah. dropped out but it it would have made you still have made you 30 I'm million I'm going to sir sir I shall improve your stats for next time and show you the highest and lowest lo- uh, positions within Thank the you. chart that'd be great over the period because then we will then know exactly a little bit better um, and again we can post this but that would have made you 30 million sir the I shall stat you next at number <laughs> 5 at 6.5 weeks in the top was the Fate and the Furious or Furious Ace or Fate and Fate and Fate and Fate and whatever and that would have been that would have been 29 so just just under Batman which we contributed to which we definitely we put money on awesome. it um, that's, a, that's, a whole, pretty good, that's a pretty that's good. That's a pretty show. good show for that. And then uh, number seven is Wonder Woman, which um, so so far has, and this is as of June, so this is three months ago. So this is old data, yeah. but that that's a good, that's pretty good result for DC. Twenty six million in five weeks in the charts. So and I don't think that's finished. I think when we do this at the end of the year, I think that's going to be way up. That is a really good show. And I've we've we talked about Wonder Woman um yeah. before the break and we all liked it. Um next is Sing, another cartoon. Yeah. Which was eight which seven weeks in the top and made twenty six. Also better in, than the boss baby. A- agreed. Um next was La La Land. Wow, that did well because Oscar films don't necessarily No, that to got equate because it's a dance it's office. a dancey musical one and that yeah. would have done quite well. So La La Land would have made you twenty five million for and again that's if you'd had one person as top billing yep. in that film. Um, and then Hidden Figures, Get Out, wow, Pirates Hidden of the Caribbean. Yeah. That, that is like... Pirates of the Caribbean, a good result. Logan, 
and Kong Skung, Skull Island kind of round out the, the rest of it. Down at number 17 was The Mummy. Right. Uh, which I think is deserved. Um, John Wick was number 19. That's okay. Yeah, we like John Wick. Because remember, it was, it, was it like an R-rated 18 or was it, it 15? Was, I think it was a 15. Um, which is, what's that in the US? Equivalent? It would be an R. An R, yeah. right. But then just below, and this is interesting, at number 20 for two, for the, so again, the FFL money at 20th position mm-hmm. is Rogue One. But, that's because it did most That's of its because in it stayed, 2016. It basically and this is the whole of January. Wow. It was in the so charts. It got to the, tw- it, it the top 20 of the year. It spent on four its... weeks in the charts in January wow. and would have generated you 13. Yeah, because this is something we talk about towards the end of the year is that you, you get those those got, Christmas films they aren't flip. necessarily good films to target for the FFL. Because if they come out on the 27th of December, you're going to... You split, gonna be, you split but your you revenue across yeah, the two But years. Rogue One would have made you um, 13.7 million football bucks just by carrying it over from last year. So you've got to be mindful of that. If you, yeah. you and this and this underlines my my point, which I was talking about, is when you've got to know, you've got to know when to hold them and more importantly, know when to fold them. Um, we need to upgrade your bell. No, I know. More, I need. More, I, I want a desk to, bell. Can we? Yeah. I think we need to crowdsource a better bell. Like, look, it's the best <laughs> I can do a short notice. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so you've got to be mindful. So, and a lot of people are very good at doing this. They'll look at when the film's just about to drop out of the top ten. Then they'll do the switch. If you switch yeah. too early, yeah, you will. You've still got. You'll lose the potential, potential money, like like Rogue One. If you yeah. switched on on you know in early January, and if you switch too late, there's people are taking up space and are generating in any money. So interesting. Let's talk about our cast. And what I've done here is. Obviously, um, everyone's got a different football book uh, cost. So I've taken the total income that they've made. I've minused their football bo- book cost to give right. you their their net earnings. Okay. Yeah. So this is what they. This is what. This they, is what you could have won. This is what you would have made after you spent the money on them. Yeah. So at got top it. of the top of the list. So, is it going to be Emma Watson because she was in the top film? Emma Watson. Hey, now again, see, it's it's not that hard. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Jim Carrey's problem is. Um, so Emma Watson only cost seven million fuffle bucks. Ooh, that's because, not bad because she's not in Harry Potter anymore. Because she's not in Harry Potter anymore, and um, Beauty and the Beast. I don't think we. I don't think anyone thought it was going to be quite as big as it was. So the total income that it she was made, a beast. Ah. indeed, the total income she made was forty-five million. So obviously, an, a gross, she made thirty-eight million fuffle bucks. So she made over five times her initial investment. That's a good mark. That is a good return on investment uh, for a capital expenditure for uh, Q1 and Q2. (laughs) Um, Now, next, interestingly, at a very, very close second, who made a net income of 38 million fuffle bucks was Vin Diesel. That's close. But he actually made more money than Emma Watson, but he he costs more. Or he costs over twice. He was 15 yeah, million fuffle bucks. He's very, very near the top. So he's very near the top. So the reason that he made... So he made almost as much money as Emma Watson, but yeah. the initial outlay so would have been you more. you pay top dollar, but you it's get top dollar It's a great illustration re- re- of sometimes yeah. if you box clever, you don't spend an awful lot of money and they'll actually yeah. make more money than everything else. But conversely, sometimes you spend a lot and you get something back for it. Exactly. So he's on quite well. At number three is at six million fuffle bucks was Bill Condon. Who was the director who, who he? of 
Beauty and the Beast. Ah, okay, yeah. And he would have made you 36 million. Next was Dan Stevens, who was Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Beast, He's down at 8 million, so he's a bit high, but he would have made you 34. So again, you're looking at a huge return on your investment. So two less than Emma So So Bill Condon would have got you six times back. Uh, Dan Stevens would have got you four times back on your investment. Next is Dwayne Johnson. Mr. The Rock. Mr. The Rock. He's 12 million. Who I am, I am increasingly liking as time goes by. Um, I do have to say I have caught a couple of his Siri adverts and I thought they would be annoying, but they are annoyingly funny. And they are, they are, and I, they're one of the only adverts that I would actually stop and watch if I'm watching something on, online because okay. they are very, very amusing. Anyway, yeah. he's 12 million and he would have, he would have netted you after, Oh, after you clawed back your investment, would have made you thirty million for That's books. Solid, which again is is pretty good. Two and a half times, considering um, that your initial budget is fifty. That's that's solid. That's solid. That is a solid. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, is a, from, from that one is a, person for half the year. Indeed. Um. Next was Dave Bautista. Who oh, yeah, is, yeah. Ah, so now yeah. we're into. So he's the top Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, Vin Diesel technically oh, was in both. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but of people who only in like one blockbuster yeah, yeah, this yeah. year. So Dave's only had one, but he yeah. was 7 million Fufflebox. And after after discounting it, he made you back yeah. 25. So not Chris Pratt. 25 million yeah, was him. That's good. Now, Chris Pratt, I'll move down. Chris Pratt would have made you back 21 million Fufflebox. Which is still a good... More than double his cost. Yeah, but he earned more than Dave Batista, but he costs six, 16, 16 million. Right. So Dave was actually, if you were going to go for a Guardians of the Galaxy, you could have either gone for Dave Batista or you would have gone for the director, James Gunn. Mm. They both would have earned, would have cost you the same and they would have earned, earned you the, the same. same and they would have been the biggest, again, not counting Vin Diesel. Mm. Uh, next up, next big earner, and we said this from the beginning, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell was yes. a was a big time big time call for us. Uh, Kurt Russell was going to cost you six million, and he would have netted you twenty four million, which is not bad for a former eighties <laughs> silly action yeah, film yeah, yeah. star. Yep. And he only turned up in two films. He turned up in in yep. um, Fast and Furious Eight as Mister No Name or whatever his name was. Yeah, was he, as Mister Something, Mister Nobody or something like that yeah. or whatever. It is. And he turned up as Ego in yeah. um, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. As a planet. As a planet. (laughs) Um, So a couple of interesting ones there. Um, Luke Evans is arguably a great investment down at number 15. He would have cost you 5 million Fuffle Bucks and he would have made you just under 19. And that is for his, obviously his turn in Beauty and the Beast. But also Fast and the Furious. Blink and you'll miss him in Fast because you do score, even though he was in it for what? I mean, 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did score quite well. So there's, there's, there's quite a good list there yeah so they're all good so i mean obviously although we're looking at only three or four films giving you that top sort of block but that's because you have multiple people yeah. in those films but to give you an example yeah. down just rounding out the top 20 is gal gal godot godot thank you um she's going to cost you nine million and so far up to june she's earned you 17 yeah. So she's no, she's sorry, not she's earned you twenty six, which means she's made you seventeen. And Wonder Woman story has not finished yet, so I think she will see her yeah. going into now the top ten. Now is Justice 10. League coming out later this year? Justice is League is coming year? out later this year, so, so if you're you get are a doing double a whole year. 
if she's you, worth holding. I think Gal Gadot might be a really good call because I think she will round out the top ten quite yeah. nicely. And she um, may also be the best thing in that movie, but uh, well, we will see. We will see. Um, so let's talk. Now let's look at the ones who didn't do well and okay. you would have lost heavily films on. or people this is people right okay. so these are people who cost a loss and would not have made you the money back so if you yep. chose and these are all some good names here as well but if you chosen these people you would have been seriously seriously in trouble and there's some big names on this okay bottom of the pile daniel day lewis Right. Who's he now have, retired. Well, has he retired? Well, he's doing, no, he's doing one more film. Oh, okay. And then, actually, right. you know what? I don't need the bell anymore. I need, I need a... Because uh, yeah. this is a... These would have been poor. I'm going to put my bell down now because it's annoying me. Um, so Daniel Day-Lewis would have, cost, would have cost you 14 million fuffle bucks and would have made you nothing. Nothing. So he would have... Basically, he would have cost you that. So he's ne- the worst choice for the first six months of 2017. He would have been the most expensive choice. Yeah. For... The biggest mistake you could have made. The, the, yeah, he would have cost you the most. Next in the line is Ben Affleck. Right. So Ben Affleck actually did a fair few films. He turned up... He directed um, and starred in a film about 30s mobsters... With names whose names has escaped me, but it didn't do particularly well. Clearly, because I have no recollection. He of turned that. up in Blink as You'll Miss Him in Suicide Squad. Yeah, and he has yet to turn up as Batman in Justice League. So this may yeah. actually do. Okay, but so he might then, turn it around before the end. Well, of the year. see, this is where it gets interesting. He would have cost you fourteen million, mm-hmm. and so far this year, he's only earned you one million. Okay, so you're thirteen, 13 million down. down if you got Batman. Now that may turn around if Justice League is huge because he will be top billing in Justice League because yeah. he's Batman. Sorry, yeah. because he's Batman. Thank you. But so that may actually he we may see him massively swing from bust to boom. Yes, as yes. we get we into swing on as here. we as we get into <laughs> the the the, yeah. the tail end performance of Q four. Yes. he may he may well. He may- he may save the Sorry. quarter. <laughs> he may save. He may save his financial year, so he could do quite well next. And it's a real shame to have this one, Liam Neeson. <gasps> no former star. Clearly, he's not. He's he obviously. I mean, he, he was did it, huge. He did it all the last, last year two or years. The year before, he did yeah. loads. He's of having stuff. a break. I, obviously, he's making lots of films now, and they're not coming out till next year. He would have cost you fourteen, and he's only made you just over a mil. Wow. So he's quite expensive. The next one who is a big fat zero is actually three people. And this is an interesting the one. Unholy Trinity. The Unholy Trinity of Daisy Ridley, John Boyega ah. and Oscar Isaac. They yeah. would have cost you 12 million apiece and so far this year have done zero. <laughs> now that's not true for John Boyega now because he is in a film called Detroit. Right. which we looked at, um, which I looked at. So he may have started So he own. may have bumped up. And obviously, they're all in this little film about wizards. Something or that's happening at the end of the year. Spaceships or something at the end of the year. Shiny so swords I, and things. I think they will massively come back. Right. So this is a really good example. Is if you Bigger. Bigger than a bigger bounce than, a bigger bounce, than, A bigger bounce than Batman. <laughs> oh, um, excellent. I, I, think they'll, I think they'll bounce back very Hard. strongly. But the point being is, is you shouldn't have put them in in January, February, you should be swapping them in 
in or you had to have in December. Insane levels of patience. <laughs> well, well, but they're taking up a slot though. So, yeah, yeah. So it's technically, you don't throw. So if yeah. you've, so if, and this is this illustrates another point about how you can play the game is if you know a massive film is coming, don't drop them in until until the end. Now their price will start to creep up. So you as could a penalty. buy early. To, so you buy uh, early, but are you willing to let them sit there in a space generating you know cash at twelve? There's not. They're not going to go up a huge amount more. Well, will they? Or market, will market, they? market forces, market forces. Birch's supply uh, and demand. Uh, it's a berry bear doggy dog wall place. Greed is good. I don't bulls, know. I'm lost now. Bears, yeah, um, bull market. I don't know. My point being is, yeah, you got to look at it that way. Um, and then a couple of a, a couple of ones. Tom Hanks. Would have cost you fourteen million. He only made three and a half, and that was for the film massively uh, on no or... the circle, the hugely oh, so underwhelming. Year, oh, right. sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched the circle um, during the break, yeah. and but didn't that like come out on Netflix like it, immediately it, afterwards? It came something? out shortly afterwards. Yeah. yeah, but it was a very underwhelming film. Hmm. Um, and then we have an expensive Chris. Okay. Oh no. So down the bottom, Hemsworth, Evans, Evans. Evans would have cost you 15 million fuffle bucks yep. and has so far only netted you five. And that's for Gifted, which is a film I didn't see, but apparently he's been kind of bubbling away at the, in the bottom half of the top ten for a couple right. of weeks. Now, will he get a cameo, though, for Spider-Man Homecoming? Because I believe he's Yes, he will get a cameo for that, but that's still not going to yeah. generate him the 10 Enough. million he's deficit not, he's you're not in the hole the for. So, you, so he would have been a bad choice for this year. Ryan Reynolds... Would have been not a great choice, although yeah. we haven't had the but the hitman's bodyguard it's not out yet. Do it, but he, but this is, is not his year. Well, is it? Next you're year. currently you're currently if you bet if you spent your fourteen million fuffle bucks on Ryan Reynolds, you're currently in a hole for nine, just over nine million. Mm. So would the hitman's bodyguard generate you nine million fuffle bucks? So it would have to be no. top. It would have to be top of the charts for on both weeks. sides for a couple three of weeks. weeks. Yeah, they ain't gonna. Happen. Um, I'm not sure you're it's gonna not, happen. You're not going to... Yeah, he's not going to turn it around this year. Exactly. So you've got a couple of big names down there. So mm. it, it does kind of show that you've got to... There's, you've there's got to jeopardy think, in your choice. You've got well, to be careful. Well, there's... You know, um, it, it's interesting. I mean, Patrick Stewart... Well, no, Patrick Stewart doesn't count because he should have turned up in Logan. So there, we haven't put that in yet. So that hasn't... Yeah, yeah, so we haven't... There's a few people missing from these from this system. But, I mean, just to kind of find um, a few other interesting ones. Stan Lee... Ha-ha. Let's talk about Stan one Lee. One time massive, one time massive, massive FFL now we've, earner. Just like animated films, we've had to seriously curb Adjust. enthusiasm <laughs> on Can Le- Stan Lee because he turns up in every Marvel film. And so he should because he created most of them yeah. with help from other people. Yes. Um, but Stan Lee is down... And I think we've I think we've finally curbed it now. Stan Lee is in for 10 million fuffle bucks. And it's currently has only generated you. And this is just in cameos alone. Yeah. So just by turning up and going, <laughs> Excelsior, and then leaving, he's made you five and a half million fuffle well, bucks. And there are still Marvel films to come. Well, uh, we've Thor got... Ragnarok, right? Yeah. So he might just break even. I don't think he'll break even. I think... that's probably for the best. So what we'll probably do next year is we'll adjust his price down. Uh, Because we've been very Marvel heavy this year, haven't we? We've had what? We've had... We'll, we will have had three Marvel films I think it would be nice. I I think we need to get to a point where he earns you a tiny amount of money. You just break even. Yeah. If you have him all year. (laughs) And yeah, and I think that's how it should be. So that's... 
there's some interesting stuff there. So there's there's a lot of figures. And again, if you want, we're very happy to put these things out on the systems. Um, Steve Carell would have been interesting because Despicable Me 3 was out. Ah. And that only generated him 3 million Fuffle Bucks. But I think that... But he that, costs... But for the timing-wise... Yeah, but he costs 7. Yeah. I think there's still legs in July. I think you might we, be right. So we don't... We need to get those scores in and uh, see what, so, yeah, see what um, the second half of the year looks what like. What we'll do is, yeah, I I'll catch gonna, up on the scores. I think, he will, I think being an animation, I think he will I think he will be all right. Yeah, and I think there's a few a But few maybe not massively, not massively profitable. We will see. So, yeah. Can, so, we, can we go and look at some stinky films? Because we looked at the good films. Now, I'm looking back at the... What, the, you mean the films, things... that, films that we said would be rubbish? No, well, just, just, just films that we had a question mark over. So, I'm looking back to the February trailer podcast. And yeah. We looked at Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, that'd be interesting. Now, that was one that we hated the idea of, but we were worried was going to do well. Yeah. Now, that's so, interesting. Take us there. Fifty Shades Darker is number 15 on our list. So it did so the do film, well. The film spent five weeks in the charts and generated you 17, just or oh, 18 million fuffle bucks. So that was, that's not a bad return if you bought Much Clever Much as it pains us to admit. Well, no, we I thought mean, it would do all right, and it did do all well, right. Well, it was, it was outperformed by lots of other superior films, just below Fifty Shades Darker at 16, so 18 million for Fifty Shades, 16 million was Alien Covenant, which I think is about right because that got a very meh review. Mm. Didn't do great. Um, everyone's got a bit, I think everyone's got a bit of fatigue on it because they're just moving the pieces around. And then another film that's worth looking at is, is The Mummy, which I mentioned earlier. Mm. That's kind mm. of number 17. So that, that's, that's quite it's good. But okay. I'm still, we're still heavily in the top 20. Do you want to, do you want to give me another? Well, let's try Power Rangers. Oh, that's a good shout. Yeah. That was so, from our April podcast. So uh, Power Rangers podcast. only stayed in the charts for three and a half weeks. Wow. So, th- so yeah, either and it so, came out sometime in April. So, by, so yeah, again, it was by, done. when I say three it and a, done. it was done before yeah. it May. So, when I say three and a half weeks, obviously it was four in one box office and three. I would suspect it was four in the US and three in the UK. So that's why it's it's three, and that would have made you again if you'd picked someone top billing would have only made you eleven million. So you still probably would have got your money back, but I don't think we had a lot of the main. The only people we had in the cast for Power Ranger would have been Brian Cranston and mm. Elizabeth. Mm. Uh... Elizabeth, Elizabeth, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there you go. Blanking. I know, I saw Blanks as well. The fact I got Elizabeth right. Anyway. Banks. Banks, thank you. Um, and they were both supporting cast, so they probably wouldn't have got your money back. Um, yeah. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Ah, now we're into, this, we're into the May trailers. Now, the May trailers podcast was super interesting because it had The Circle, which we've mentioned. Which we've mentioned. It had... Parts of the Caribbean, which we don't, I think we've mentioned. We, we did. It was, it was um, just, outside, it. just outside the top ten. It also had... King Arthur Legend of the Sword. King Arthur uh, the, Legend of the Sword. Was, the, the, the title that was generated by our title generator. No, yeah, absolutely, um, yeah. Um, that, so, how did it do? It spent a total of three and a half weeks in the charts. Okay, and it that's would, not it, great. And for a top billing, it would have generated, so for the guy, for Guy Ritchie as the director, it would have generated you 10 million. So I think that's you, I think you would have great. probably broken even on just. that, but only just. Yeah. Okay. How about then Alien Covenant? Now this was the uh, interesting. I've one. mentioned yeah, Alien Covenant was in sorry. at sixteen, so yeah, four, sorry, and, a half, like, four and a half weeks. As you were talking, I was researching. You weren't listening to me yet. Yeah. So, I wasn't listening. Oh my god. Alien Covenant only lasted four and a half weeks. Yeah. So it only lasted for a month. Better than, in the charts. than King Arthur, but better than King Arthur. And then, uh, okay, 
uh, and, and two other interesting ones Baywatch now Baywatch Solid comedy Baywatch I think Baywatch is a really good example of a film that came in made its money and left before it got tiresome right Baywatch Baywatch so having The Rock so The Rock would have cost you 12 million for mm. bucks you would have made 13 and a half out of Baywatch for The Rock so pretty much breaking even just just on that. you would have managed a little bit, and, and that, that's not that's not even thinking about Fast and the Furious. And that spent four weeks in the charts. That's so, so it I seems think like four weeks seems like so a reasonable I think Baywatch time would have come film. in at number two or number three, would have yeah. dropped about number four, yeah. then would have gone down to number seven, and then would have maybe number nine, number ten, and then would have dropped away. Yeah. And I think it, it would have had a nice predictable See, fall. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here drawing graphs under my arms, but it would have had a nice predictable yeah. fall, and I think that would have so been quite like, a good one. Uh, just looking is like. Four weeks is reasonable in the charts. Less than four weeks is a disappointment. Ten weeks is your mega hits. Yeah, I mean, right? to give you an idea, the, the the strongest performers in terms of weeks were Beauty and the Beast, The Boss Baby, and and La La Land. Yeah. And then Hidden Figures. But maybe you should be thinking about putting a new film out every four to six weeks. I think that seems to be the, the best yeah. time of it, is if you want to win... Unless you're absolutely milking some mega hit. Right? Yeah, if you want to win, I think you need to be reviewing it on a regular basis. Any mm. anymore? The last one then, and I'm not sure that this will even turn up, because we thought it looked hilarious, but was not going to go, not going to fly in the cinema or across the pond, was Mindhorn. Mindhorn, okay. Uh, did it see. even make the list? Did it make any let's money? Let's see if it made any money. Now, we, we did love Mindhorn because it was possibly the most British film ever. <laughs> it had, it. Well, I can tell you now, this is 0.5. So I know it was in the UK box office for, for one, one week. week. And it would have made you 60... It would have made you 640,000. Not even a million. Not even a million. So there's no one apart from, is there anyone in the Zero Zone currently? Or is the Zero Zone empty? Or in terms of films that made nothing? Yeah. No, because no, this... no, is there any, If you'd had someone who cost you nothing in that film, then you might have made some money from it, right? Yes. But there is, there's only... We don't speak there, of... We don't there's speak one of, person we don't speak who we don't person speak of, and they're in not the, in that movie. They're not in that they're, film. So, so Mindhorn, in, under no circumstances, was Mindhorn ever going to work for you? However, just looking through, because we know who's in the Zero Zone, and we don't say his name. Mm-hmm. Never say his name. No. Or he will reach up from the shadow dimensions and hit you with a polysyllabic burst of nonsense. Um, he would have not made you any money. So there is no Cost scoring. zero, made Cost zero. Cost zero, made <laughs> Break even zero. in a kind of bizarre Break, way. Yes. So yes, you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a good idea. So while some people may use the person in the zero zone, ironically, or some people may want to use him because they like him. And if that's the case, you can leave. Um, or they might want to just fill out the gap, which is what we had with, with Zooey before we let Zooey out. Yeah. Um, she was very popular behavior. because people would blow all their budget, have one space left and go, oh, I'll just whack in the dash. And um, then made some money. And then, But no, the current occupant of the zero zone would make you zero money. And that's how it should be. Correct. Right. There's loads. The system works. The system works, people. <laughs> Justice is not blind. Um, right. Yeah. So that's, I think we yeah. have mined that out. Absolutely. We are um, statted out. Just basically, essentially, we were right. <laughs> we, and I think... You know, Trust in the FFL. The FFL is if right. You, if you skipped forward to this bit, all you need to know is, is we were right. TLDR. We were right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Vin Diesel was a, was a, a great investment Kurt Russell, Kurt also Russell, great <laughs> for investment. the same reasons. Dwayne, Dwayne, 
Johnson, great investment. Um, and, uh, and, and, and a Chris, a Chris Pine was really good. Um, I think Chris Pine and Gal Gadot would have been really good. And we kind of named, we kind of, um, named those early on. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's where you would have made your money from. I, obviously this story has only just begun and we have to look at the last, the tail six months of 2017. And I think we're going to be heavily skewed towards, um, Chris Hemsworth is going to mm. pop up. I think, um, it's the next. The Star Marvel Wars, obviously, behemoth. the Star Wars cast will yep. pop up, but it'd be interesting to see because now we've seen the Rogue One split between the mm. two years. Interesting yeah, they to see. got four weeks. Which they is got effectively the, whole the run of, of a good film. They got the whole of January making good yeah. money yeah. Um, for a film that didn't come out in two thousand and seventeen. So yep. yeah, so it's it's <laughs> one of the best films of twenty seventeen was the film from twenty sixteen. One of the best performances. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so it's interesting facts. So anyway, as I said, we will do. I will now start doing a condensed version of this so that if you do want to play with the stats we can show you some information and we'll move this out to a slightly more mathematically inclined uh listenership and that means that from next month we can get back to doing stupid podcast stuff right we need to get the we need to get the uh, youth in don't we i think so very quickly we have gone very long on time but we, I think we have just a little bit of time for a review from, from the Junior Smith. Let's go find him. So, very stat-heavy this month. So, just to kind of, a little bit of a palate cleanser. We have dragged in Junior Smith. Junior Smith, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Have you enjoyed your summer? Yes. Good. You've been to see a few films? Yes, I have. Now, which one Which one you got to talk about? Cars 3, which mm-hmm. I went to see with mm-hmm. my cousin. Now, Cars 3 had a really weird trailer because it looked really kind of dark and odd. And it had a, like kind of a, a big slow motion-y crash and it looked it looked like they'd kind of reimagined it to be darkness. It, does everyone still have big eyes and still running around in cars? Yeah. Right, okay. The stage is yours. Well, the kind of plot was that the, now in 2017 you have these big hybrid electric cars that can do super stuff I, I and myself and this some um, film was kind of taking that point and saying well what would happen if all the cars that you've seen in the previous two films kind of got out competitioned by better cars and it kind of follows lightning queen's journey of trying to get as good as these cars even though it should not be possible so he's an old racer he's at the end of his career he's slower than the new guys is this uh, this sounds like a rocky film to me this just <laughs> sounds like you know he's towards the end he's a bit punch drunk he's been beaten up a few times but now he's got to make one final comeback yeah that's kind of what he tries right and the story follows him like doing this and getting special training and there's a like a relationship type Thing between him and his trainer, right? And um, the trainer's Smokey. Uh, yes. Right. And okay. there's another one which is a yellow car. Can't remember her okay. name. Okay. And so this is the kind of thing, but I don't want to spoil the end because the end the ends kind of what you've built up to the entire film. But to just to give a summary, the film kind of starts off how it ends, and it kind of loops the entire thing together so cars 3 
kind of reminded me of the original cars and like the backstory because it links oh what's his name the guy in the the blue car who trained McQueen originally Paul Newman yeah yeah um, I can't remember. Yeah, Paul, it kind it was of Paul links was them the all together because he was because in the first film he was an old racer from the the good old days and he trained him. Yeah. To, so now the and trainer, now McQueen's the, kind of the trainee has become the train. The master has become yeah. the student. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of what happens. So right. it's kind of loops it round, and people taking other people's jobs, and so, McQueen kind of becomes the trainer. So is this the last Cars film? Um, in my eyes, it quite possibly could be. Should this be the last Cars film? Uh, yeah. Definitely. Because <laughs> I always found... I I really enjoyed Cars, the first Cars film. Cars 2 was just bananas. It was just 60s yeah. spies and weirdness. And if this... I, it's kind of gone yeah. back to the original, has it? If I rated them, it would probably go like 1, 3, 2. As the first film being the original, the best. The second one being a bit odd. And then the final last one being almost or as good as the first film. Okay. All right. So we've got a bit of a problem with the whole Cars universe because I started going on about the weirdness of how come they've built things and blah, blah, blah. And there's a whole thing that we need to unpick about the Pixar universe because there's an entire conspiracy theory about it. But we haven't got time for that this month because we've (laughs) massively overrun on the stats side of it. But... Generally speaking, thumbs up for Cars. Thumbs yeah, up it's for a good cars. film. Was it was it worth the money to go in and see it? Yes, definitely. Okay, and do you need to see it on the big screen, or is it is it big, or is it just happy to get a big telly? You have a big telly, it's big fine. Telly. Okay, it's not like something you need a big screen for. Because obviously, don't forget from the Fantasy Film League point of view, um, currently everyone who's in there. So you've got Owen Wilson, Chris Cooper, Nathan Fillion, Larry the Cable Guy. Guy, Army Hammer, Tony Shalhoub, uh, Kerry Washington turns up in there as well, which is kind of a bit weird. Um, they'd all score you only supporting cast. So you're not going to make a fortune out of cars. And then, as Smith and I were talking earlier on, come 2018, that film's actually going to make you even less because we're, we're downgrading them to voice cast. So um, this could be one of the last big animated films that could make you the money so it'd be interesting to see where it, where it ends at the end of the year and kind of where it lines up especially against the other big things like the boss baby and um yeah <laughs> smith's rolling his eyes yeah the boss baby and despicable me so hmm interesting that's it for the first episode of the new season yeah, back to a more normal podcast. Uh, yeah, next. well, we'll have well, trailers. trailers in two weeks' time. Yeah, and then back to norm, more normal. As I said, we will do, and depending on how I can get it done, there will be an infrequent stats stat attack. Um, oh, I feel a theme song coming on. Um, <laughs> there, there will be a stats-based one. And again, if you want to look, if you want a copy of the data. Um, that we've used today let us know and i will happily email you a copy of it if you want to have a look at it um it won't be downloadable mainly because um it's all in the back system and it's just it's just literally a data dump um there's no flashy graphs or anything like that in it it's not, just it's none just like that something pretty normal but if you I like think, excel you'll like our data <laughs> i think it's it's interesting i'm not saying that the the uh, other the other other spreadsheet no, i'm not saying that the FFL runs entirely on spreadsheets 
But it might as well do. Well, the first ever <laughs> iteration of the was, NFL was yeah. a giant spreadsheet. So um, it has kind of come full circle, but it's a bit more sophisticated now. But it does kind of give you some insights into... It's two spreadsheets. It's two Sorry, I giant spreadsheets. I think spreadsheets. I've done that joke before. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's just a massive <laughs> autofill. But no, there's, there's some stats in there. It's interesting stuff, um, if you find it interesting. But back to regular irregular stuff now we've got a couple of things that we need to catch up on this season i'm going to put a stamp down now stuff we right. need to do what we've we talked do? about the in case of emergency break glass sequel yes which we talked about so we're going to cover that next month yep and next month we have the first of a three-part series called 15 at 15 uh. or if you're american I've just turned 15 and while I'm capable of going to an Irish film with an adult at the moment, I can now go to one on my own. Which one should I watch? Snappy. Which is slightly less snappy than 15 for 15. So we're going to go 15 for 15. Um, and this is, you know, the films that you should watch once you're legally allowed to watch them. And we have got a huge list. I haven't had time uh, to go through all the shout outs from people who have been con- who have been. Talk, talking to me on Facebook about films that made Make them cry, cry because we yeah. ran out of time. So we we'll will have to time. do that next month. So if you have been doing a shout out to me and there's a few guys and I will mention you next month of films made cry. If you want to get involved in this conversation and you want to shout out on the podcast, throw me an email or comment on the Facebook post that's currently up there. We're talking films that you are happy to admit that you cried to. Um, I've already mentioned a couple on the thing. If you want to get involved? We'll do a big shout out next month. So back to normal things, less stats. Oh my god, that's a huge amount of cover, and we may have Wilson next month as well. Yep. So uh, we'll hopefully see you there. Oh, we go to the big sign-off thing now. Uh, thanks for listening to the Fancy Filmly podcast. I'm Mr. Smith. No, I'm Mr. Birch. You're you can Birch. contact I'm us Smith. on Twitter or At the, the Facebook. The Facebook. <coughs> I will keep going while you sneeze. Uh, you can email him on <coughs> Mr. Birch at fantasyfilmleague.com. Oh. He's back. I'm back. It's live, baby. It's live. Um, fantasyfilmleague.com. We will see you in two weeks' time for the Trailers podcast. We've definitely got to cover uh, Thor Ragnarok and that flatline I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm going to go look at that Thor Ragnarok. I, yeah, I think yeah. you're going to be excited about that. So, uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. See you. Bye.